My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. We can all get these symptoms from time to time. But if you or a loved one notice you're getting a combination of them regularly, don't ignore it. They could be signs of a brain tumour. My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. To learn more about the common signs of a brain tumour, search Better Safe Than Tumour. Welcome to Let's Talk About Brain Tumours, the podcast where we'll be talking to people who've been affected by a brain tumour diagnosis, either their own diagnosis or the diagnosis of a loved one. We'll also be sharing news and updates from the Brain Tumour Charity about what we're doing to halve the harm and double survival. Welcome back to the Brain Tumour Charity podcast. On this spotlight episode of the series, I'll be speaking with Nicola, one of the volunteers who's helped develop the Brian app which we've talked about previously on the podcast. I'll be finding out about her journey and what she finds useful about the Brian app. So Nicola, can you tell us a bit about you and your journey? Hi Chandy, yes of course. Um, It was 10 years ago that my brain tumour symptoms first started um, and I was a busy single parent working up in the city at the time. So um, it was quite quite full on anyway. Um, My first symptoms were little absence seizures, which I'd never heard of to be honest until I'd had had a brain tumour myself or, or even epilepsy and when I'd be talking to someone or, or listening to them I'd just suddenly go blank. Uh, there were no obvious signs to me it was only a few minutes afterwards when someone sort of said you're okay Nick that I came to and I wouldn't have a clue what they were talking about. I got myself checked out by the GP and then a neurologist and um, despite their best best endeavours nothing could be found really they presumed it was epilepsy as they were little seizures and gave me normal medication for this. But the only thing that changed was that it was getting worse. So for the next seven years, they did lots of tests, scans and tried lots of medications, etc. But it just wasn't touching it at all. At the beginning, the episodes were once every three months. But at the end, just before my tumour diagnosis, it was three times a week. And I was also passing out and sort of fainting, collapsing, etc. Which when you're travelling to London back every day and you're a parent as well, it was... Um, it was challenging, should we say. You don't get a warning sign beforehand, like any pain or symptom before it happens. Um, it's just like this, which it would have been nice if you if you get a heads up, literally, that it's about to, <laughs> that it's about to happen, so you know where to sit, sit and be comfortable before something happens. So it depends on where you are, really, as to how bruised, injured, or embarrassed you are afterwards. The absence seizures they they became more regular. At the beginning, it was, like I said, it was um, once every three months and then it got a lot worse. Mine were mostly towards the end of the day. So I'd always sort of blitz everything, be crazy busy in the daytime, get as much done as I could, because I knew that that evening I'd probably have one of my little things or pass out. So I just wanted to do what I needed to do, get home, pick my daughter up and get settled beforehand. Um, so the daily thing became like a military military operation. It wasn't always successful, but... But <laughs> I think I, I think I managed to do quite a few of them anyway. My diagnosis came seven years later and I was actually over the moon in a way. Yeah, half of me was relieved that there was something definite with my diagnosis. So there was an element of control, if there is an element of control um, with something like a brain tumour. And I knew something about it so I could learn as much information as I could and which will which will help. I could also explain it to others if if and when I needed to, to talk about it. Um, 
But the other half of me was thinking, oh, it's not the great diagnosis, but, you know, so it was a it was a half and half. To be honest, I looked for a healthy form of escapism to take my mind off it, literally. And I decided to go down the route of studies. And eventually, as it was something that, like I said, it really helped me, I ended up doing a degree. Um, and so from this, there's a there's a nice thing that can, the nice thing that we say can sort of come out of it too, like a positive um, from a negative, that sort of thing. They thought it was benign and I'd had it from when I was a child. They did confirm it was cancer later on. But the side effects that I had when I was diagnosed as benign, I was, you know, like the collapsing of the on the train platforms and things like that and then the roads but they were when I was diagnosed with a benign um, brain tumour and others that have benign brain tumours they have the same surgery they have the same side effects and you know there's the same same things you can just have one of these things and literally you know you can pass out not knowing what what's going to happen or you know where you're going to wake up so I got married in that time as well which was a nice a nice challenge um (laughs) although um my husband might not agree with that but my daughter I mean obviously it's it's directly to me it's it's directly me that's affected but my daughter she's grown up throughout her whole whole life with her mum having brain tumour so and the serious side effects that it comes comes with so um a lot of my drive is to support not just the individuals that have got the brain tumour firsthand it's it's the it's the ones that are indirectly affected as well because it has a ripple effect on on everyone so yeah and then after I had my surgery um I went and, and then I was in my immediate recovery and then I'm now in my my long-term recovery and it's it remains a journey but it's been a lot there and really passionately about about the journey you've been on and how it's affected you on and how you want to help other people and obviously this this episode's all about mm-hmm. the Brian app and the way that it can help monitor and can help change the way that care is delivered to support people with affected by brain tumors so what made you want to be involved with the the brain tumor charity and the app development i think what was what's been so important to me is when i when i had my diagnosis um and even after my surgery i didn't know about i didn't know about brain tumors when i discovered the brain tumor charity and the information that they have i wanted to learn as much as i could for myself my family and my friends and make sure that it was accurate information because I think when you're diagnosed with something, even if it's small, the first thing you'll do is Google it and then you just get so much information. And if you're anxious about your diagnosis, any bad or incorrect information is going to make you even more worried. So as soon as I saw the Brain Tumor Charity, I thought, this is fantastic. I can get as much, you know, the, the Oracle. I've called them the Oracle before because it's just really, really helpful information and they're so, so supportive Brian is um, is an app that's that would have been so useful for me prior to my my own um, diagnosis. Uh, it has been afterwards, but if I if I'd have known about it whilst I was going through my journey, it's an app that you can download on your phone on the go. So if I was on the train and suddenly I thought of something, suddenly something happened, I could have put something in straight away. I could have thought, right, okay, that's logged. That's gonna that's gonna be something that I can just refer to, and I can even send it on to my neurologists, uh, my nurses, etc., or even show it to my you know husband, etc. It's something that you can keep with you and just pop in some information, and you know that it's stored. That's one thing. Another thing that I like is the fact that it's private too. You can give others access to see your details, but then you can also keep it 
to yourself. So your a brain tumor isn't something you have any control over, but with regard to Brian, you, you can have an element, there's an element of control, shall we say. You can give others access and they can contribute to if you want them to. So it just means that when you go to see your neurologist, you're not thinking, oh my God, what if I forget this? Or, oh my God, what was that thing again? You know, you've got it all there and they can actually see it before you even come up. So you, you're a little bit more relaxed when you get up there. You can think, right, whew, okay, they know as much as I do. <laughs> Let's go from there. I can imagine for someone like yourself who at the site you shared that how long this journey has been for you to get that diagnosis and the confusion that mm-hmm. was occurring behind the scenes. And so I guess having an app like like Brian to have that information stored there for you yeah. is extremely valuable even now. What do you think is the most important thing about the app that you found as someone who's been part of that journey to develop it? I think there's so many different there's so many different options on the app. It allows lots of different people with lots of different requirements to use it. You've got the navigator element, should we say, and that allows you to pinpoint where you are in your journey. So for example, if you've just been diagnosed, you can you can go into the navigator and you can look about how it will work, which questions to ask for your appointments which again, if you're suddenly hit with this, you've got a brain tumour diagnosis. Um, (laughs) You don't know what to ask apart from, you know, how am I going to deal with this? And you can also go into other elements of your journey if you're further down the line and you're um, going for your surgery, which again is another, another interesting part of the journey. But it just makes you feel, one, that you're not on your own and two, that there is information there and it's accurate information. You know, it's, it's an extra hand-holding thing and it, and it makes you feel better. There's, you've got the medication side of it that you can actually document and record you the medication that you're on. And there's challenges, if you like challenges, different challenges, little quizzes to make sure that you're sort of on, on target with things. And just so many different features. There's side effects. If you get different side effects, you can go into the, uh, the Brian app and you can see what those side effects are and, you know, more information about those, again, as opposed to, to Googling them and scaring the life out of yourself again. <laughs> I guess that, that must be a really useful tool, tool for yourself. Like, you shared, like, the impact that your brain tumor has had on your family. Mm-hmm. I guess it must be really important for you to be able to share that information with them as well and make it accessible for for them in, now and in the future. I think it's really helpful because I'll um you know I'd have a busy day um and I'd come home and I'd be talking to my husband and and, and I'd say oh something happened or you know you could only give a certain amount of information from your from your memory could just be that it was a busy day nothing to do with your tumor that you've forgotten lots of things that day but anyway <laughs> but you can and the fact is if you've got this if you had this to hand with Brian you could sort of say oh this happened and it was this time and it was because of this and and it just helps you build a pattern and then if if you're talking to your family about it they can actually share their perspective because they with regard to seizures and you're collapsing they're the ones that actually see it more so than than you do so it's just like a partnership or teamwork (laughs) you know you not not teamwork that you necessarily want to you know you don't sign up to to be part of that team but it's a it's teamwork so it's a good thing too. The charity is obviously working to halve the harm that brain tumors have and improve survival rates for, for patients and stuff. They're affected by brain tumors. What difference do you think the app makes and why would you recommend it to someone else? I think it, it 
it helped me, oh, sorry, it would help me. It's, it's helped me so far with regard to my recovery because when I came out of hospital, I knew a bit about brain tumours, but, I, I, you know, obviously nowhere near what I do now. And that's that's through the research and, and, and you know, being part of the, of the charity. But I think... It, it helps me now because you can, again, despite you, you recovering from something, you can still learn a lot about it and what, because recovery is an ongoing thing. You don't, unfortunately, <laughs> you don't sort of have your surgery, go back to normal like you, you presume you will. Sometimes you're very lucky and you can do and everything's completely, you know, or 99.9% fine, but but it is a, it's a work in progress, I think. Just as tough. I think if you're indirectly affected or if you're a carer or a friend, you can download it as well. Um, but it's just for myself, having having one, it would have been invaluable um, when I was going through the beginning of my journey. It still is now, but but throughout all of my journey from the beginning all the way through to my diagnosis, through to my surgery, through to my initial recovery, it's just it just makes you feel that you're not on your own. And it's something that's actually the fact is it's there and it it's not you you can sort of rather than print off a google search and say this is what i've found apparently i've got you know i've got um a diagnosis that means this you can actually show that it's it's definite information and it's it's by a you know a, an accurate source of information it's a big community is is what i would say and that's the charity and also brian as well you can converse with people that are going through the same things or have gone through the same things you can you can actually help others and they can help you so it's a it's a nice it's a nice element of teamwork um so i i, I would have without a doubt i would have downloaded it and i you know it's it's useful for for, for us in recovery too so the brain tumor charity is their perspective and they're drive and their, their, their goals towards this is um is to half the harm and to you know make life quality of life better and also reduce the you know the the time of diagnosis etc um just improve everything and i think that's that's what we all want that that have the have you know have have the diagnosis or even know others that have the diagnosis too so it's um yeah it's something i'll definitely definitely recommend is um, probably a word but yeah I, I would talk about it quite a bit thank you so much for nicola for joining us today <laughs> thank you that was really really lovely um to, to talk about it chandy as well i think i think talking about it does make a or it does make a big difference so thanks thanks for having me once again thank you so much to nicola for joining me today to talk about her experiences and why the brian app is so important and remember, whether you have been diagnosed with a brain tumour or a family member or friend has, the charity are here to help. To get support, call 0808 800 0004. That's 0808 800 0004. Or visit org for more information. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. If you'd like more information, you can visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org or email our support team at support at thebraintumorcharity.org. And finally, before you go, if you enjoyed this podcast, please can you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so we can reach more people and raise more awareness.
Hi, I'm Tamsin and I work in the individual giving team at the Brain Tumor Charity. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with a brain tumour and are worried about your finances, the Brain Tumor Charity's Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, run in partnership with Citizens Advice, is here to help you. Our expert advisors can help you access the financial support you're entitled to, as well as give advice on how to make the most of your money. To make an appointment with our Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org money or call our support team on 0808 800 0004.